you're listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we are with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That is correct. Wisconsin. Excellent. Exciting first hour. Talking some hockey. And I always want to want to do it the Canadian. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're talking hockey. You know, okay. Hockey, hockey pucks. Okay. You know, a lot of people say hockey. To each their own. Exactly. Yeah, we talked about some of our listings that came on the market in the first hour. So we're excited. Hopefully we'll be, you know, this is a pre-recorded show. So by Sunday when y'all are listening to this, hopefully those are all with accepted offers. That'd be swell. It'd be great. And if not, that's all right. It'll give us an opportunity to do an open house mm-hmm. and show off these really great homes. We may still do an open house just to get exposure for ourselves and hopefully you know, get some people from the community in to look at housing and start that discussion, right? Well, no, we always like to still do the open house, even if there is an accepted offer, just so that way if something happens, we've got a pool of people that we can call and say, hey, something happened. Are you still interested in this? Mm -hmm. And it could be any number of things. Maybe something's not wrong with the house. Some life change happened with a buyer. You never know. Right. Yeah. So what do we got going here for hour two? All right. So hour two, we kind of talked that we're going to look at the market just a little bit, just to kind of see how things are shaping up this week. And sure, they look pretty good. Now, I don't have sold statistics from September yet. Okay. So next week's show, probably. Excellent. Looking forward to that. But what do you have going so far? All right. So if we're looking at the whole market, so these are going to be homes that do not have an accepted offer on it that we can go take a look at and write an offer on. We're looking at 44 homes. Okay. In all price ranges. That's pretty good. Yeah. So we always like to break it down for everybody. So under 100,000, we are looking at 10 homes. Okay. All right. So I'm going to bring them up and just kind of take a look at where we're at. So a lot of it looks like, you know, city of Wisconsin Rapids and a little bit in Nakusa. Well, that's, that's not too bad. That's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we've got some some good uh, good possibilities there. The multiple bedrooms, your single bed. So we're looking at, I think the most we have here is a four-bedroom home. So if we're looking for a four-bedroom room home mm-hmm. under $100,000, we have two. Oh, two. Two to go take a look at. Okay. So, you know, options are out there. And again, we got a little bit with acreage. And when I say a little bit, so the largest lot we have around here is going to be 0.43 all the way down to 0.16. So again, we've got some with with acreage to it and some with just a very manageable city lot. So we got some options. I like options. Definitely. So what's in our next price category? All right. So if we go from 100, mm-hmm. um, let's go to 150 just to kind of see what we got for number-wise. We'll see how oh, we're looking at 16. Okay. Which isn't too bad. So between 100 and 150, we got 16 homes that we can go take a look at. So we could really break it down. The first 14 are under 140. Right. And that's where all three of our new listings are sitting. Mm-hmm. And again, we've got four bedroom home. That is the most number of bedrooms that are on this list. Most of them are a three bedroom, one bath home. We do have a couple with a two bath. Yep. But yeah, we got some good, some good options. Again, we got a nice, we got a couple in, in the town of Grand Rapids. So there's always been one 
area that people always look for is the town of Grand Rapids. And so we've got a couple in there and a few down in Saratoga. And it seems traditionally um, areas such as town of Grand Rapids <clears throat> bring slightly higher values to mm-hmm. the same uh, statistical aspect of the home. So, you know, if we just look at beds and baths and acreage, mm-hmm. uh, then the city of Wisconsin Rapids. Right. Uh, part of that is the city has many more smaller lots, you know, that are quarter acre or less, you know, but Grand Rapids, you have to have septic. And so you need a, a little bit bigger lot. Right. So they're looking at at least half acres mm-hmm. lots to begin with. So definitely some options. Yeah. So where do we go to next? What's above 150? Let's check her out here. We'll be going 150 to how much? Here we go. 150 to 200? Yeah, let's see. Wait, that's a five. All right. So 200. So 150 to 200, we have three. Okay. Which isn't too bad. Um. Start getting into a little bit more finished homes or a little bit uh, higher than the medium style finishes. We're looking more at acreage. And acreage. Okay. Yeah. So all three of these particular homes all have have some acreage attached to it. So um, some good opportunities if you wanted something with acreage. We definitely have some of those things. Okay. What's above 200? Might as well just go 200 and up. Yeah, we're going to do 200 up. All right. I forgot my mouse, so I've got to like try to use the mouse. The trackpad? Yeah. Yeah. And you know how well that does not work with me. Well, you know, good time to practice. All right. So 200 on up. We're looking at 17. Okay. Still good sampling. Still good sampling. This is where we're going to be getting into those five-bedroom homes. So if we're looking for that, we're going to be looking in the... Kind of in those upper 300,000. And usually a little bit of acreage or something special. Right. It's going to be more of the line, along the lines of something special. So what's the highest price? Highest price is going to be 549,000. Okay. So basically 550. Half million dollars. It's mm-hmm. not too bad. No. Although a lot of people are thinking, oh my goodness, half a million dollars is quite a lot of money. And it is. It is. But you're mortgaging it because most people just don't have that in cash to write a check. Correct. So now if I, I, I went ahead and broke down active just in the city of Wisconsin Rapids. Okay. There are 19 total listings that are currently active. Okay. Yep. Low price is just about 65000 the high price is 359000 which happens to be a house located at 410 Payne Street. I was going to say that that address, that price range sounds a little familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just did a price reduction over there on Payne Street. So again, that was that 3,000 square foot home yep. on 15 acres in the city of Wisconsin Rapids. So you get to bow hunt, cannot gun hunt, but you can bow hunt on this land. That's... Uh... We're looking at at least four bedrooms and mm-hmm. three full baths. Right. And this is the very unique property that's got the kids suite to it mm-hmm. or what I've been calling the kids suite. So if you're a crafter and you want to have room for crafting, we definitely have a space set up for this so that way you can do all your crafts and have a designated area for it and won't affect your living space. And it looks like, yep, $359,000. Mm-hmm. So let's see another couple of um, average days on market is 38. Uh, so that, you know, it's it's been a little bit for some of these, but. A month on the market, depending upon the price range, is pretty normal. Right. Uh, because the, some of these are fairly unique properties. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see the median price that are still active. The median price is 103 1900 Okay. <clears throat> so like when, you know, we're talking about affordability, that is right in that uh, relatively affordable 
for most people to mortgage. Right. We're probably looking at a mortgage payment around six six fifty, maybe. All in? Yeah. Sure. Um I was recently talking with a mortgage broker and we run some simple numbers. So if you've got maybe a seven sixty credit score mm-hmm. or seven seventy, which is a, a good solid credit credit solid credit credit score. Solid credit score. Words are hard today. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. So you have a decent credit score for middle class income and you're looking at a 30 year mortgage, maybe a FHA or something like that. So you're getting 3.3 something odd percent. Um, your mortgage and interest, so your principal and interest would be about $455 a month. Mm-hmm. And then depending on the type of property, where it is, taxes and homeowners insurance is fairly variable. Yeah. So affordability, you know, you're, like you said, you're all in for maybe 750 at the most. Right. 600 perhaps, depending on your insurance requirements. Mm-hmm. So we figured that to be about 28 to 30% of your gross income. Correct. So start doing some figuring out that's a person making between thirty and $40,000 a year. I know. Sounds really great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the 64000 on our low end and 359000 on our high end in the city of Wisconsin Rapids. Awesome. What does uh, Nakusa look like? Oh, Nakusa. Well, let's change our criteria. Uh, take out that. You're working on a trackpad. I'm working completely on a touchscreen. So, well, mine is touchscreen too, but I got fat fingers and I end up going in the wrong field. So, in Nakusa, mm-hmm. as it's as it coagulates everything in the multiple listing service, we have five total. Okay. Let's see. The average days on, that it's hanging on market is forty nine. The median price is one hundred and twenty five thousand. And that's simply a reflection of the number of samples. So having five instead of 16 or 19. Right. right. Uh, low price is 59.9. High price is 395,000. So again, a decent sampling. Uh, let's see, of the five, it'll go 59.9 for price. The next is 99.9 then 125. 135, which is our listing, 152 Tellwood. Yeah. And then the high price is 395. Excellent. And I believe that's a lake home. No, it is not. Nope, it's not. But it's got three acres. Yes. So if you're curious about things that are in our smaller communities, such as Nakusa, go ahead and give us a call. Be happy to help you out. like to talk about our stage styled and sold blog all right so before we start that i'm gonna power down my computer so do we need mine anymore no no i don't think so all right sounds good so the national association of realtors creates a blog every week Mm -hmm. sometimes it's um by contributing editors this week happens to be by the staff editor melissa dittman tracy oh okay she's a familiar one on this on this site The topic is From Dark to Light, Five Dramatic Room Makeovers. Mm -hmm. This is interesting. Um, The first one is by designer Leah Wood of Ridgefield, Connecticut. Uh, She likes to lighten the mood in designs. As a professional home stager to the stars, Bruce Willis is one of her clients. She has plenty of experience with this. Her signature aesthetic centers on casual sophistication, bold neutrals, clean lines, natural light, and bringing in lots of layers. Okay. So we can start out with the dining room. There's, there's two options. 
Oh, no. I'm, yep. There's a before and after. Ooh. Okay. So the before is dated. Very traditional. I would assume to be like the formal dining room right. of the cherry table. Yep. Um, and the wingback chairs. Well, it, somewhat wingback chairs, okay. but they're wooden okay, and ornate. Okay, like the music stand. Yeah, can, it, I right, just, yeah. can I just call them the old school music stand mm-hmm. chairs? Okay. Yep. Um, the very traditional chandelier with individual mm-hmm. lampshades on each little globe, you know, kind of reminiscent of the old gaslit days. Correct. <laughs> um, are we doing art on the wall? Nope. It's a big mirror over a wooden buffet, buffet a cherry buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Very classic. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, very traditional for that formal dining room. Now, if I'm looking at something like that, me personally, I would think the easiest way or, or some of the, the quick ways is to change out the lighting, mm-hmm. perhaps change out the table, you know, but table and chair set is kind of expensive. Right. Um, so changing out the chandelier, maybe the chairs, but keep the table and taking away the buffet. Or adding like a table runner just to lighten up that area. Right. So it's not so dark. So we went from dark and formal to more of a light and modern. Mm -hmm. Looks like a custom built concrete table. So that, you know, industrial. They repainted the entire space. So it's a very, very bright cream with white accents. Mm -hmm. So it still kept the woodwork in the wainscot. No. Very true. So uh, chairs that are white, but the texture is completely upholstered. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you get away from the cold wood and the dark wood and go to a completely upholstered chair. So it's very modern. Then they did change out the light fixture as well. They did. And they added a little bit different artwork too. So mm-hmm. gone is the gold gilded mirrors and bringing in some nice contemporary artwork. So now the next one is talking about the kitchen. So again, we do a before and after and the, the kitchen didn't start out too bad. Um, but again, more of that dark wood cabinet on the bottom, traditional, Mm -hmm. the, uh, it's like an early 2000 kitchen. Right. Right. But they do have the solid service countertop. It's a pseudo modern light fixture, you know, sort of, um, almost industrial sort of vogue looking um or a farmhouse feel right right okay. but but not like farmhouse but not farmhouse you know and certainly not farmhouse bohemian you, this is not quite the boho this is wanting to change out the light fixture because you know the the first one that was in the house was super old and didn't really work so well mm-hmm. yeah so about the early 2000s but now we changed some things up. Um, looks like they changed countertops all the way around from uh, a darker gray granite to now it's very much kind of white and bright. White, probably marble. They mm-hmm. changed it to. Okay. Uh, they painted all the woodwork and all the cabinets. So now the cabinets are all white all the way through. And these cabinets were like the traditional early 2000, or it's got the raised three panel. Um, wood trim. Mm-hmm. So that panel, it looks like the wood trim is still on there. They just went through and painted it. So that way it's not so obvious. Right. So instead of the original cabinets that were cream with that wood trim bead molding, if you mm-hmm. want to call it like that, being a, a little bit darker color, now it's just all one color, all white, all the way across. Yeah. Light fixture change out course the pictures they went with recess lighting so i think recess lighting is kind of starting to make their comeback yes i think it kind of comes and goes um i believe the lights were already in the ceiling but the color of the light is something to take note of so they went from a very amber colored light to something that was much more bright and white Mm -hmm. which helps reflect off the bright white cabinets and you know just creates that better working environment I mean, if you wanted to go as far as changing out the floor, that would have been an option too. Mm-hmm. So this is either a, a, it looks like a wood floor, but who knows what material it's actually 
you know, perhaps high quality laminate. Well, this next one is the living room. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, w- I was going to say the first, well, before just felt more like a sunroom, but definitely looking further at the picture, it's, it's a, a living room similar to one of our sold. Oh, hold on. My, my finger is doing weird things on the screen. There it is. Technology is not working for us today either. It usually works for me. It never works. Or yeah, you you are like tech savvy and me. Well, not so much. Not so much. But that's okay. So we had a, a recent listing that has since sold. Um, Third Street over by the post office. Oh yeah. Right. So that one sold, but this reminds us of that you know early 1900s kind of Victorian colonial mix mm-hmm. of a of a living room. So very very formal space. Right, and a lot of the bold darker colors. And if you notice the ceiling in this one happens to be a dark, it looks almost like a wood ceiling. It looks very shiny. It looks shiny. That's the thing. Um, this is either a wood panel, but I don't think so. I think it taking a closer look, I think it's plaster. And, so and they just high, high glossed ceiling it. High glossed the plaster ceiling. Right. Cause yeah, that's, that's a little bit, that's shiny. Yep. And it's a, a, a weirdly off color, so think like the '60s kind of pink salmon, foam green. Well, the ceiling itself is like a salmon. Okay. Um, but then the trim is that pastel seafoam green. Okay, that's where that seafoam green is kind of coming in. Right. All right, I'm seeing it now. Okay, so now they they paired this with furniture that's you know obviously at least 20 years old, mm-hmm. um, and a rug that kind of brings in all those colors as well i'm thinking like a hotel lobby right so black with floral print Mm -hmm. bordered by kind of a a gold rosettes like a picture frame to frame each of the floral patterns correct yeah yeah on a black background so definitely hotel yeah very hotel um you see and the window drapery that's another one so the before had the window drapes that were sheer. It's like the, I lovingly call the grandma curtains. We have them in our house mm-hmm. where it's like floor to ceiling, sheer. Right. And th- that was something that was, you know, in style at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of these come from when drapery was made formally by a seamstress that handcrafted drapes. Mm-hmm. Or, or a, a, a seamster, but whatever. Because I know a lot of guys in the drapery business. But that really has since gone away in yes. the last decade or so. And it's really hard to find replacements right? for for that. So when we go to replace the curtains in our living room, it's going to have to be a, okay, we're going to have to take down the system that we have. Mm-hmm. And kind of go with something else because it it's hard to find that style of drapery. So it's got the little S hook in the back of it where you got to shove it up. It's like a big pin. Yeah, it's like a gigantic pin in it. Yeah, it's it's hard to find those that style of curtains unless you know how to make them, and then you can sit down and make your own and make it custom to your home. Right. We we can still find many of the hardware pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the internet is, is wonderful for sourcing those things. And the local hometown hardware stores. Right. It has them as well. So we can get parts for the hardware. We just can't Finding get the, the fabric, fabric is, is a challenge, <clears throat> especially for, you know, in this case, this, um, article we're looking at their vintage houses with 10 and 12 foot tall ceilings mm-hmm. or more. So they're. Very, very custom. You're not going to go to the home center and pick these out of the, you know, out of the pail. Right. So what did they do with this? They painted everything. Gave everything so, a nice, even, fresh coat. Probably uh-huh. same matte, same finish. Uh, semi-glosses, probably. Okay. Right. Um, I I never, and no one currently recommends at all having a gloss on the ceiling. The next step down is about as glossy as you want. So that's semi-gloss, but then putting an eggshell on the uh, 
on the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, go with the mat on the ceiling. That way it it still bounces light because of the color. And usually you'll do a white or really like cream on the ceiling, like, like they have done here. Um, and then they've done all the trim in white as well. Yes. So it's very monochrome. This particular instance does have a fireplace. The fireplace mantle is cream with a little bit of a beige accent in the scroll work. Mm-hmm. Of course, changing up the seating uh, looks like they refinished the floors or relayed floors of a darker color. You know, so kind of that that grounding issue feel grounded in the space. Yeah, that, and we got rid of that dark, dark carpet and went again straight white. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, going to be a little bit of a texture in there, and I. With our basement remodel that we're trying to do, you know, went to check out different area rugs sure. to put in the sure. basement of, okay, well, we still have a cat, so we don't want to go anything too textury because she's just going to roll around in it and we got to vacuum all the cat hair out of it. So just trying to find, just looking at the different textures that they have as far as a carpet for an area rug was quite interesting. And sometime- um, rugs are hard to find as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you scored three or four rugs that are pretty much the same ish pattern or pretty similar and about the same size. And yeah, that was a, you found it and you, you bought a couple because we knew it was a good thing. Well, I was, was living back home and I love Shopco. Super sad that they're gone, mm-hmm. but you know, they were clearancing out some mm-hmm. and I needed to have area rugs. And I'm like, I don't want to just get mismatch. And so they just happen to be three of the same ones. I'm like, three of them are here. I'm not sure if I need three, but I'm going to go with these three because at least they match. And it turned out to be a good thing. Right. So in this new revamp, we're still looking at these photos of the living room that she had put together. There is some color. Mm -hmm. We got some either a live tree or a fake tree. So that green really pops with that white. Mm -hmm. So the takeaway is to use your pillows and accent items in a very white room to bring in color and some more texture as well. I'm really, I'm kind of liking the gray and white combination that's been out for for a couple of years. It's very calming and very relaxing and you can add any kind of color to it and it helps the room. I mean, it really pulls the room together no matter what color you add into that gray and white palette. And it's also very seasonal because of that. Mm -hmm. So you can work through different seasons and different decorations of, you know, different holidays and whatnot. Right. It kind of goes with everything. Okay, now this this next one is the home office. Um, The before is the style that I really enjoy for a very traditional uh, masculine feeling home office. Correct. <clears throat> so we've got the dark wood mahogany theme, uh, coffered ceilings and the wainscot and the floors, you know, it's that, that dark red sort of mahogany and cherry. Right. And it all matches and it mm-hmm. all goes together. Right. Um, they also have shutters on the lower half of the window. Okay. Again, I think more for, for privacy. Right. But it, it's it's functional as well because you can, you know, shutter the windows. And, mm-hmm. and if you're working there in the daytime, you don't get as much glare. You can open the windows and, you know, ventilation, that type of thing. But it's very traditional wooden shutters. Right. Um, let's see. The uh, the wall above the wainscot painted a cream, a, a light cream. So, so that's, that's normal. Um, leather furniture. A very stout but simple desk and a couple of lamps that are also very traditional with a cream lampshade on them. So that is definitely my style. They changed it up to be something more modern. Of course, they painted everything. White. White. Including the ceiling. Uh Uh-huh. So all that beautiful woodwork they just painted over, which kind of breaks my heart. It does. But it does look better. It looks more modern and... Even just if they would have painted just the woodwork, they and if they would have left the desk and the floor, it would have opened that space up visually so much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
However, they changed out the desk to something very, very industrial, modern, uh, monolithic it looks, as well as the chair. The chair, unfortunately, they chose something that's from like the early 90s, you know, where it's like upholstered on top and it's got a hoop bottom that's of that, like... The S hoop bottom? Yeah. Or the U shape. Yeah, and it's like golden, mm-hmm. but not like... I want to spend a million dollars type of golden. It's that, you know, JC Penney's clothing rack sort of golden. Right. Yeah. So interesting choice. They took the shutters off. Uh, they kept the woodwork. They just painted it over, like we said, and they swapped out the floor. So the floor is now a very, very dark color. Um, it almost looks a little too plain, like it mm-hmm. needed to have a different color like the black dust just does not work with it right where it's just too hospital room looking now part of this is also the photography okay um the first picture was a little bit wider angle view and so we could see the seating area and more of the the ceiling uh the second photo is uh zoomed in a little bit more so we don't get that information and they may have they they may have you know, swapped out the seating to more of what we saw in the living room where it was fluffy and comfortable and then had more of the accents with the pillows and things like that. Okay. Well, here's here's another classic, classic foyer. So the grand staircase in the entry foyer. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, they started out something that looked like uh, maybe the 90s. <clears throat> uh, white spindles dark wood or carpet covered treads right and the oak banister and the oak banister that's like a golden oak sort of color and i like the golden oak color to me i like that uh-huh. except for we needed to add more more natural wood to it right. than anything else so the, like like we said the early 90s style blending of those colors and how much of each of them and where they were. Um, on the opposite side of the open stairwell um, that's up against the wall is a panelized wainscot. So again, keeping in, you know, sort of traditional with the rest of the house. And they did the two-tone again. So it's, you know, the cream on the bottom, or the white on the bottom, and like the cream the rest of the way. Right. So yeah. So what they changed that into was painting everything white. Mm-hmm except the actual handrail part of the banister, that the handrail itself is a black. So we're going with the white and black theme again. Okay. And it does it. It makes things a lot more modern. They kept the white wainscot, and instead of the cream wall, they painted that white as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can notice that there's also some accent items. So they put in light gray, sort of pottery, like ancient Egyptian-looking so it depends on the aesthetic all around. The stair treads went from that uh, darker, like a mahogany tread. Um, don't know if they painted it. Looks like they could have just did a, a whitewash, like a gray whitewash. But that also matches the new flooring color as well. All that wood painted over. I know. There's just breaks that one just kind of breaks my heart a little bit. But that's okay. Um, but you can always have Central Home Improvements come in and rip out that banister and put in a brand new one and bring the oak back. Different styles, you know, for different people. Right. So that's about all is in reference to that stage styled and sold blog. Excellent. So lots of good ideas. Oh, yeah. Um, the more I look at these and the more I'm in different styles of homes, um, a lot of what I've come to understand is there's there are certain homes that certain styles go with. I mean, right. you, you get a Victorian home. It's fairly difficult to do. A modern look. Right. You know, to to do something that represents the Victorian styles. You know, you could think of, if you want to go industrial, do like a steampunk. Where it's that early sort of industrial age. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that way, um, I, I just read another article on on boho chic type stuff. So with that boho 
mentality is eclectic and it's got a bunch of stuff, but also um, sort of gypsy, you know, with a lot of like rugs and throws and colors really make it softer. So I'm getting my house closer to that. Right. But there's boho, boho chic, but then everything else can have their style, but then you can boho the style. So like farmhouse boho and Victorian boho. Yeah, it yeah. Can you get spend a wild. lot more time with the whole entire style stuff than what I do because it's fun, and it's an interesting way that I can just waste three hours watching style YouTube videos when I just want to turn my brain off. That's very true. Hmm? So you've got a lot of options, but, mm-hmm. but now there's um, as the homes are progress being built, I I'm getting this feeling between like the '60s and really current. The homes are uh, much more of just a box. And uh, unless the home is built with a style like a log cabin or a farmhouse, that it's really, you can make any home into whatever style you want. Right. So don't be afraid to mix it up. But I feel that some homes are just designed a certain way and you really got to stick with it. Because it's hard to do a Victorian in a log cabin. Yeah. You know, and that log cabin in a Victorian home, for instance, or a colonial doesn't quite work in my mind. Right. Yeah. The the biggest thing from all these stage styled and sold blogs, I think, is paint. Yes. And the nice thing is paint is pretty cost effective. And you can always put it up and sit with it a week. And if it doesn't quite work with you, you take it down or you just repaint it. You either go darker or go lighter. Um, have someone come in and, you know, give their opinion of, you know, yes, the lime green does need to go away. It but needs it, to be a softer baby Yoda green. But it was from the 60s. Yeah. Uh-huh. So don't be afraid to change up your fixtures as well. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, and, and, and if you're not sure what the style you like, right now, usually, you know, they're pretty cost effective to switch out lights for maybe five years, mm-hmm. right. you know, just find something that, okay, I'm going to try this style and knowing that in five years, well, I'm going to change it anyways. And we're going to just try it, see what, what, what happens. And that's great advice for living in this space for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if we have a, a, a thought process that we're setting the space for staging to sell, you know, like, like we've been coaching everybody along that it's a different mentality because you're not going to live there anymore. Right. So you want to stage it so it looks good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. And, and if you just don't know, pick something white. <laughs> it's, you can always Either grow from go there. with something black. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> you know? End of the spectrums. Right. Well, we just changed out the light fixture in our bathroom, in the main bathroom. Yes. And it, Went to Home Depot and then went to Menards. So Home Depot did have a, have a nice selection, but it wasn't what we were kind of looking for. But so Home Depot had the four light bulb situation. Okay. And, but it didn't, wasn't the style I was looking for. So went to Menards. Menards had the style I was looking for, but it was only three lights. So I was like, you know, I wanted to find a third option or a third store to go to, to go, okay, do you want to have four because it's a, such a large vanity that we have or would probably look a little bit better. So you drove to the other side of Stevens Point and went to Lowe's? Uh, no, I just kind of gave up and just kind of did the, you know what, it's just a light fixture. We need something different because we had fluorescent light bulbs. Yeah, it was it was bad. Again, early 90s, they late, were, late 80s. Yeah, it was Not sure if every morning, if you could actually get the light to turn on. Sometimes it was, you know, (laughs) you you had like the weird lighting. Yeah. And so it was, I just need to pick something. So that way we have something. So I'm like, I'm just going to settle on this. And yep, I settled. But it was a style I liked. It just wasn't the size I really wanted. But the ones that had four were, again, kind of like that more chrome look and I'm like that's not me I don't really like the chrome it's gonna bother me so I'll settle for something that 
yeah, this fits what I, what I want, but it's not what I really want. But we can change it out in five years if you, you know, change right. your mind. You know, you know, maybe we'll find something that, yep, this is exactly what I need, you know, and we switch it out. Because we do have another bathroom to set up as well. We do. Except for that one, we're going to put the laundry upstairs. Yes, but we're also going to keep the vanity in that room. And that one's a unique vanity because we can only have it, right, we can only have it 18 inches deep Mm -hmm. by 32 inches. At the the very most. At the very most. So again, it's going to be, I found one. Only one I have found that will work in that space. And it depends, again, what style you're looking at. Well, I'm looking at the size. So right. style at this point kind of goes out the window unless I'm going to have to have something custom made. Or we start looking at the internet a little bit more and um, putting our, our faith in the pictures that they have reference online, which I'm not really confident in with those types of things. Right. But yeah, the one at, at Home Depot, you found the one, mm-hmm. you found that one where it's got the sink on the left and kind of a table area on the right. Yeah, the this, the sink being offset on the counter space. Right. And mm-hmm. we need it to the left. We can't have it in the center. There's lots of options for that size, but the sink is always in the middle and we need it offset to the left. Mm-hmm. And so we found one. And that's it. One. And we don't want to make a custom one. So no. we're kind of stuck with one. Right. But I'm sure when we get it, if we need to paint it to make it fit the decor, mm-hmm. that might be an option. And that's, yeah, that's going to, it's an option to see what we can, can do with it because um, I believe the color is gray. Right. With a cream top. So we, we have some stuff that does look nice. Our option is one. Our choice is one. But luckily, uh, the solid surface cream top with an integrated uh, sink basin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes with everything. Right. And now it's just then going to be a matter of finding a very new age medicine cabinet that sits on the wall. Because I really do like the medicine cabinet we have, except for the fluorescent lights. But again, there's new stuff that comes out and slowly, I mean, in time. We'll find something that will fit in the space. And if we have to cut a hole bigger in the wall, then we cut a hole bigger in the wall. But this is just so convenient. I mean, it's it's a 1960s mount inside of the stud cavity with the little slot that you can put your used razor blades in. Right. I am I am so looking forward to pulling that off of the wall and way down at the bottom, seeing how many razor blades are stuck down there. I know. <laughs> you? I know. Just gross. It, it's going to be. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, you know, we have some... There's going to be some some, op- some options of what can we do, because again, that's going to be our laundry room. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn that full bath into a half bath with the laundry up on the main floor. Which I think is more appealing than having two full baths on the main floor mm-hmm. that are, and this one's a fair walk away from the, the bedrooms. Right. So it's slightly inconvenient. It is. I think it, it, it'll work with having the laundry on the main floor. And then we get to look at, you know, how, because it's such a small room, mm-hmm. storage for the laundry, for everything that you need for laundry. You know, where is the soap going to go? We're used to the liquid soap, so we can no longer, going to be able to have it rest on top of the washer. Because it's going to be a, a stackable sort of deal. Right. So how are we going to do storage mm-hmm. for laundry? So there'll be some challenges to kind of come up with. Um, Pinterest is like my favorite thing to go to of, you know, just kind of looking at how they do laundry rooms in small rooms and kind of getting some storage ideas on what to do. Look at you going on the internet, looking at decorating ideas for hours on end. Um, I just do it on Pinterest. It's about as far as I can go. See, so we each do it just in different ways. Right. Right. But I don't spend three hours doing it. I'll just spend like, you know, a half hour of, you know, okay, I need like a little bit of a mental break of, I kind of like that house we went to on tour and I really like their laundry. I wonder if I can find something similar to that, but in a small, small room size. 
I, I think that's um, kind of the positive negative aspect of being in this career path is you get to see a lot of people's houses and a lot of options and mm-hmm. then it starts getting you thinking about where you're living. Right. I mean, we could totally take out that, make that second, that small bathroom, just take out the toilet and just turn that into laundry and just have a non-stackable and just do a nice laundry room. But with it being right off the back door, it'd be nice, you know, to have a bathroom there. So just in case you do come in from playing outside that you can go into the bathroom and that way you're not tracking the snow throughout the house again with the snow, but winter is coming. And then the snow turns into mud. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think or, that would... Or if you're entertaining, because we have our entertainment space up here on the main level. We do. The bar is in the living room. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that's the guest bath. Right. And it's okay for that. And then you can keep more of the essentials, like the toiletry stuff, out and available in the bedroom area. Right. And guests don't have to venture down there. Right. So it it's a kind of a toss up in the air of what to do with this room and... How do we want to use it? But, you know, first comes the, we have to destroy the main bathroom and get out a tub, a hot pink tub, and put in a low step in shower. Right. And preferably we're going to do a, a shower as, as a, a unit, mm-hmm. you know, so a kind of a modular sort of deal, uh, maybe with a short seat in the corner and like wall cubbies. Yep. So plenty of options for that. Right. And luckily the tubs that are from the 60s and 70s, even the 50s from our previous house, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've been the same size and, you know, the same size opening that they were built in for, you know, 50 years. Right. So that's going to be an easy, won't be easy taking the tub out because I believe it's a cast iron tub. Well, we have a Sawzall. Yes. And she's going to come out in a couple of pieces yep. and we'll have to get that room done first before right. we worry about the other one. So that at least we have one working shower. Exactly. And, and that's our personal preference to take out the tub and replace it with a shower only option. Mm-hmm. Um, currently we've got the tub in that room and the shower in our second bathroom that we're talking about swapping, swapping into a laundry. So back in the day, they had those as dedicated bathing options. Right. Um, now we, we're just looking at what's going to be best for a person aging in place. And we're thinking being a little bit more accessible. So, you know, laundry up here on the main floor. And like you said, a low step in shower. Right. And it was brought up to us about not having a tub in the house. of. Why would you not have a tub in the house? Well, um, when, when my was, kids when my kids were little, mm-hmm. um, they didn't have a tub. They never grew up with a tub. They we only had a stand shower. That was it. Um, they never splashed around in a bathtub. They always took a shower. So it's just a matter of you know, yeah. Can we get away with raising kids without a tub? I say yes because I I did it. But I know that there are some families out there who are you know what we need to have a tub. That's going to be an option. And and that's okay. That's okay. You can buy the house after we're we're done with it and you can take out our low step in shower and put back a tub. And by that time, it'll be about ready for a bathroom facelift again anyway. Right. So perfect time. Yep. Um, the other thing that I've noticed with the bathrooms that are extremely convenient is the height of the toilet seat or height of the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now very much more ergonomic than what it used to be. Yeah. Then we have that situation here where we got the taller toilet in one room, in one bathroom, and a normal standard, I call it the kid size one. Squatty potty. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, and then water conservation is another thing that comes with all of these fixture upgrades. Mm-hmm. So um, keeping emotionally attached to your fixtures just because you spent a lot of money on it 20 years ago. There's a lot of good reasons to swap it out to something more modern. Especially if you're living in the city and you're going to charge that city sewer and water mm-hmm. for the amount. You know, going with a, a low flow toilet is probably a better option. And shower heads and uh, faucets. Yep. 
All right. Well, we're getting down to the first hour. No, we're on the second hour. We're getting down to the second hour. There we go. Second hour. <laughs> it's been a long day, apparently. <laughs> it's It's been a marathon day. <laughs> that was yesterday. Yesterday was marathon day. Today is still Tuesday. Today is still Tuesday. Today is still like a little, let's breathe from Monday's running around from yesterday's marathon. Mm-hmm. Today's recovery day. Right. And and we've recently had a couple of house closings. Mm-hmm. So we've had some happy buyers and happy sellers head yeah. out there and to their uh, first home ownership experience. So we've, you know, follow us on the social media and we'll, we'll be congratulating a whole bunch of people coming up here. And if someone has any questions, Ben, what is my phone number? Area code 715-323-2577. And it is very textable as well. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, we try to rattle off all the websites and stuff like that, but I don't. Well, let, well let's not try to test my my knowledge. I know that we have the MyRapids.com. There you go. And that will connect you to a lot of things. And our social media, so look for Carrie Nikolai dash Cobalt Banker Seward Realtors. Facebook and, and Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm toying with the idea of starting our own um, Pinterest page. So maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Things for business. That could be interesting. I'll put you in charge of that one. We do have a YouTube channel as well. I was going to say, if I get put in charge of Pinterest, (laughs) then I'm going to be wasting three hours a day going on Pinterest and just posting stuff. So maybe not a, maybe Maybe we just keep that one to you. Okay. Well, we do have a YouTube channel as well. All right. So a lot of these are as a podcast video format, if you'd like to consume it that way. Okay. Uh, like you said, MyRapids.com is good. Check out our listings in the area. It takes you right over to the Codal Banker Seward page. MyRapids.info is kind of a sub page from that and has information. So yeah, that's right. MyRapids.info. Okay. Right. Um, and then if you're wanting to send us comments or questions, just type us an email. MyRapidsRadio at gmail.com. Excellent. Lots of options to get a hold of us. Because we hope that, you know, this town is, everybody's my rapids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very good. And I think that'll just about do it for the, uh, for the show for this week. We appreciate everybody sticking around for us. And I hope you guys all go and gals all go and visit a a River Kings game. Yes, we're definitely going to have to take some in. All right. Well, you guys all have a great Central Wisconsin day. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.